a promise of great mercy to those who overcome. Big word there. The Christian life is a warfare against sin, Satan, the world, and the flesh. It is not enough that we engage in this warfare, but we must pursue it to the end. We must never yield to our spiritual enemies, but fight the good fight till we gain victory, as all persevering Christians shall do. And the warfare and victory shall have a glorious triumph and reward. That which is here promised to the victors is that they shall eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. They shall have that perfection of holiness and that confirmation therein, which Adam would have had if he had gone uh, well through the course of his trial. He would have then eaten of the tree of life, which was in the midst of paradise. And this would have been the sacrament of confirmation to him in his holy and happy state. So all who persevere in their Christian trial and warfare shall stem from Christ as the tree of life, perfection and confirmation in holiness and happiness in the paradise of God, not in the earthly paradise, but in the heavenly. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the program, Fill the Lamp. I'm Neil Parks, and it's great to have you with me again. I have to admit, when I surrendered to the Lord 36 years ago, my first understanding was that at least when I die, I was prepared to go to heaven. At that moment, when Billy Graham asked me the question, Are you ready to die? <laughs> and then he quickly followed it up with, You can be. I was clueless as to what and where this would all lead to, to for my future. There were many bumps in the road as Jesus led me through the valley of the shadow of death. But after that day of commitment, he spoke very clearly to me that the love that I had been pursuing all my life was him, and he would never leave me. Finally, love at last. That has never left my mind, my friends. It is if it happened just yesterday. I am convinced that the body of Christ has slipped away from these two principles, overcoming and enduring. The immature part of the body and a great part of the mature Christians, I would say, are struggling and are clueless about these two musts. Let's read Matthew thirteen twenty and through 22. But he who received the seed on stony places, this is he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, 
but endures only for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, immediately he stumbles. Now he who received the seed among thorns is he who hears the word, and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and he becomes unfruitful. Well, I would submit to you that in the book of Revelation, the message to John from Jesus to the seven churches in chapters 2 and 3 are meant for us, the church today, as well. So for the next few weeks, we're going to walk through what Jesus is calling out these seven churches for. It's interesting as Paul planted most of these churches, but regardless of who plants, the flesh wants to be autonomous. And just like 2,000 years later, the church today has and is sliding away from God, as in becoming self-sufficient. Let's read Second Peter 3, verse 9. Peter's saying, Now the Lord is not slow about enacting his promise. I feel that many people in the church today are thinking that, well, he's never going to come. And so they take that slowness as maybe they missed out. His promise, slow is how some people want to characterize it. No, he is not slow, but patient and merciful to you not wanting anyone to be destroyed, but wanting everyone to turn away from following his own path and to turn towards God's. I truly believe there is the remnant of uncompromising believers that regardless of the situation, be it tribulation, martyring, or any sacrifice that would pose itself between God and his bride. That's why the accuser is on planet Earth. Let me read Revelation chapter 12, verses 10 through 12. John is writing, Then I heard a loud voice saying, In heaven, now salvation and strength, and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come for the accuser of the brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. And they, good word here, overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to death. Therefore, rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, because he knows that he has a short time. Look what Second Timothy 2.12 says, If we endure, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. Let me read how the message uh, 
translation, the paraphrase of the message puts it. I love this. Fix this picture picture firmly in your mind. Jesus descended from the line of David, raised from the dead. It's what you've heard from me all along. It's what I'm sitting in jail for right now. But God's word isn't in jail. That's why I stick it out here so that everyone God calls will get in on the salvation of Christ in all its glory. This is a sure thing. If we die with him, we'll live with him. If we stick it out with him, we'll rule with him. If we turn our backs on him, he'll turn his back on us. If we give up on him, he does not give up, though. For there is no way he can be false to himself. Now, I want to speak a couple of meanings to you for the terms enduring and overcome. Enduring, meaning persistent, tolerating, suffering, and lasting. How about the word overcome? Overpowering, incapacitates, or disables. These two words, folks, I feel are much needed for the church to embrace and to adhere to in the order to fight the good fight. Well, let's pray. Father God, you've put us here on this planet to bring you glory. Father, I just praise you that your plan is working, and it's working effectively. We've been assigned to endure. We've been assigned to overcome. This is our assignment because there are other brothers and sisters that you want to work through us to bring them to you. Lord, I just pray right now, I pray that each and every listener around the world, I pray that they would fall on their face and understand who you are. I pray that they accept you, and I pray that they seek you for an intimate relationship that no matter what the sufferings are, no matter what the tribulation is, it's all for you, Lord. You have put us here for your purpose. You knew that we would be here in this time of 2022 before the earth, before you created anything, Lord. That's your sovereignty. So, Father, I just ask that you touch each and every person. Holy Spirit, do your work in counseling. I know you will. Soften their hearts. I know you will. Father God, just just continue to show us the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus, we praise you. We praise you that you had the humility to come and be birthed just like we're birthed, Father God. It took humility to walk out of that throne room and come down to earth 
to die for us so that we might be with you. You didn't want, you didn't have to, but you wanted to have us as your bride. Father, I just pray this in your precious, precious name, Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, as always, uh, I'd love to hear from you. Welcome all uh, comments, and uh, you can reach this podcast at fillthelamp at yahoo.com. All one word, fillthelamp at yahoo.com. Until next time, I'm Neil Parks.